Welcome to the You Got This podcast, featuring authors Donnie and Sandy. We invite you to settle in, open your hearts and minds, and be inspired to trust and present hope in the Lord. When you allow Him to lead the way, you got this. Hey guys, welcome back to another awesome episode of You Got This with your hosts Sandy and Donnie from Your New Life Ministries. And finally, we made it to the season finale of this podcast uh, series called Discovery. And this particular episode is called Discover the Warrior Within. Being a warrior for God, being a warrior for your family, fighting for your freedom in, uh, in, uh, in your marriage and in your life with serving God. And we're going to play a song called, right, the song is called Warrior by Hannah Kerr when the time comes up. But God is saying to everybody, rise up. He proved that this past week with the unprecedented history making the verdict from the Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade. If that's not a rise up and fight for God decision, I don't know what is because now thousands of babies will be saved from abortion. If that's not iconic, I don't know what is. But uh, that's that's what we're going to talk about today is the warrior within fighting for what God stands for. Yes, and <clears throat> and do you just roll over and play the victim every time you know um, you're hit uh, by one thing after another? Or do you stand in faith and say, you know what, I don't I don't know what's going on here or how long this is gonna take, but God's gonna get me through this. Do you stand and have faith? Do you believe in God Almighty? You say you believe, but really, do you? Our actions sometimes will tell on us if we're just rolling over and playing dead, if we're just uttering the words, I believe in God and I have faith, but your actions are telling different. Do we believe? And as far as this Roe versus Wade, you know, it just takes one person to stand up and then another and then another. You know, if nobody ever stood up for God, where would we be? You know, you have to stand up for your faith. It says that in Isaiah 7 verse 9, it says, that if you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all. We serve God Almighty El Shaddai. We don't serve a puny little God. Jeremiah 49, 14 says, I have heard a message from the Lord. An envoy was sent to the nations to say, Assemble yourselves to attack. It Rise up for battle. Rise up for battle. First point, are you allowing yourself to be victimized? If you are, stop it. You are not the victim because God says we're victorious in Jesus Christ. Are you rolling over and playing dead for the enemy and falling for all of his his attacks? Are you allowing for every negative thought to come into your mind and take up residence? Are you? Are you standing up and doing what God has called you to do? We can't play victims any longer. We've got to stand up for what's right. I mean, we don't have to do it with violence, but we do have to stand up and just say, hey, this isn't going to happen anymore. Stand up for your rights. You have every right to stand up for your rights, like we have done for centuries on end. We are to take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Are you? For though we walk 
in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Second Corinthians 10, uh, 3, verses 5. That's a perfect example. We can fight, but we have to know which way to fight. We don't use our fist. We use the power of prayer. That's right. Um, and just because a negative thought comes into your mind, you don't have to own it. That's what that verse says. You don't have to own it. You can shove it right out of your head and you can replace it with the truth. But you got to know the truth. That's what you that's why you need to read the Bible. And then the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity will remind you of it. He says that in John 14:26. He says that he will remind you those things he has taught you. So you have to read the word first for him to teach it to you and to remind you of it. So read the word and replace those negative thoughts with the truth because the Bible says that you are victorious. The Bible says that you are a winner. The Bible says, and this is from God's word, God says that you are a prince. You are a princess in Christ. You are mighty through pulling down strongholds through Jesus Christ. When uh, the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, Okay, they were the weakest and smallest among the tribes. And they had been disobeying, so they had allowed the false gods to come in and infiltrate into their community and intermarry. And that's what happens when you slowly start allowing all these things that the world today is trying to desensitize you to. And if you just start allowing it, oh, that's not that bad, and that's not that bad. Well, just this one thing, it's not really that bad. But then that thing adds to another and to another and to another. And that's why he says, be holy because I am holy. Because it's actually for your protection. And so they were very weak and they really had the victim mentality. But the angel of the Lord comes in and he calls Gideon, you mighty man of God. And he ended up being a mighty man of God. Oh, yeah, he fleeced the Lord a couple of times just to make sure it was him. And then he tore down the false altars of Baal at night, but he did it. And then he went out to face an army of the Midianites with only 300 men. But they were victorious in the end. That shows you what God will do through you if you trust him. You have to trust him. So are you dwelling on the voices of I can't or I'll never or they say this or I'm not good enough? Do you really dwell on those voices? Do you own them as your own? Because some of them come from your own flesh. but Some of them come from the enemy. Stop it. Don't own those negative thoughts. Sometimes they're your voices. Sometimes they are. And you can still trash those voices, whether they're yours or whether they're the enemies. You don't have to own them, so stop it. You're a child of the king. Oh, are you practicing? Are you doing what God tells you to do? Or instead, are you lining up thoughts of what the Bible says about you if they are not thoughts that 
build you up, then toss them, replace them with the truth. See, the truth hurts sometimes, but you can't get away from it. It is absolute. It is the truth. What would you rather believe? A lie that can be changed over time? I mean, it, 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 it's not the truth. The Bible is full of truth. We may not like what it says. It may be pointing out our faults, but we're all full of faults. Of our own. We, we are all born in sin. Nobody is perfect. You can't point me to one perfect Christian in this world. It doesn't exist. We all have our faults. But what separates us from the peop other people is that we know we're, we have faults. We know we live in sin and we repent. They don't think that we have to repent on anything because they don't believe in any of what we're saying. They don't care. They live in sin. They live with adultery. They probably uh, they try to have more than one wife or try to live in sin with a, uh, a, bo a boyfriend or whatever the case may be. And they never say, God, I am sorry for what I have done. I'm sorry for dishonoring you. And I will try to do better. Because that's the only way we have to save ourselves and go to heaven. And yes, heaven does exist. So instead of those, I can't, and I'll never. <clears throat> why don't you start replacing those with, I am going to do this. I am going to make it to this. I am going to lose those 10 pounds. I am going to get this job. I am healed in the name of Jesus because the Lord is my Jehovah Rapha, my healer. Why don't you start replacing them with those? Because Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So when you hear it, it gets into your heart. And so if you have the wrong perceptions and the wrong beliefs in your heart, your actions and your speech is going to follow through with it. Luke 6, 49, it says, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. See, it, what you really believe is going to come out of you. You will act on what you believe to be true. So examine what's in your mind and in your heart. Is it based on faith? Is it based on the truth of God's word? Proverbs twelve fifteen says, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he who heeds counsel is wise. Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the heart. Proverbs 21, 2. So what are you speaking? What are you doing to, uh, to do your own way? What are you speaking on? Are you speaking from a reaffirming, thing, a reaffirming state of mind? Uh, I am going to do this. I am going to do what's right. I am going to follow God's way. And honestly, I'll tell you right now, following God's way it's not easy. It never will be easy. And it never, ultimately, it's going to be the most difficult thing you'll ever do because this world will beat you down, as it's doing right now with the uh, uh, iconic uh, Supreme Court decision. Uh, they are out there rioting over killing babies. And we all know that's wrong. So, how are you going to stand up and stand firm in God's commands? Are you going to stand up and t uh, say, hey, I'm not I'm going to fight for this? Are you going to fight for your right to Christianity? Or are you going to lay over and play dead and say, okay, Satan wins? And they, you know, they say, we don't want to get into a political debate. And they say that a woman has the right to do whatever is her own body. But actually, that is a living human being. When there is a heartbeat, they say the woman is pregnant when they first see that heartbeat, right? 
that baby them in. That means that's a big baby. That's a human being. They're going to come out with their own fingerprints. They're going to come out with their own DNA. They're going to come out and have their own social security card, their own birthday, their own personality. It is a separate human being, and people just want to say it's not, but it is a human being as soon as it has a heartbeat. And you shouldn't torture any human or any animal or anything. But it's a shame when there's a higher penalty for killing an animal than a human being, a baby. Just saying. But we're not going to get on that political debate right now. My wife has got it wrong, actually. My wife has got it wrong completely. It is a human being before the heartbeat. It is a growing cell in the woman's body. They say it has a heartbeat after six weeks, but it is growing before the six weeks. How it, that's how it develops a heartbeat. That baby is a living entity before it even has a heartbeat. It is a living thing at the moment of conception, the moment that the sperm hits the egg. So, those people stood up for what they believed in to be one. That is our point, is you got to stand for faith. you got to stand up for what you believe in. You cannot let the enemy keep keep beating you down. And the more, the more you start speaking these positive, what I call positive affirmations of I can and I will and I am going to do this and I am this, I am beautiful. I am loving. I am loved. People like me. People love me. I am going to do this. I am going to pass this test. I am going to get this promotion. I am going to get approved for this home loan and have my first house. I am going to find just a place to live, period. Start saying those I ams. And then while you're at it, start saying some of the I ams that God is to you. I am the Lord God Almighty. I am creator of heaven and earth. I am your savior. I am your healer. I am your righteousness. I am your sanctifier. I am your comfort. I am your mercy. I am your forgiveness. Start saying those I ams. And your heart is going to believe it. And your faith is going to rise. And then you're going to get out of that pit of depression where the enemy wants to keep you. And all you do is just bury yourself in it. And you're going to rise. That's what God wants you to do. Rise up. Rise up. Rise up out of that pit of depression and be the warrior that God wants you to be. Examine yourselves to see whether you're in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you unless, of course, you fail the test? That is 2 Corinthians 13, 5. And this is our second point. What are you speaking? What are you speaking? Start paying attention to what you are speaking over yourself and over others. The Bible says that our words are spirit and they are life. So whatever you speak over yourself and over others, you will give birth to as you believe it. Exactly. So what are you doing to honor Christ today? Don't you want to honor our Lord and Savior in heaven? He's the one that gave us life. He's the one that gave us 
He is the one that died to we so we can go to heaven or had the right to go to heaven. You ever seen that movie? Um, let's see, uh, Left Behind with Kirk Cameron, the most iconic religious movie I've ever seen, other than Passion of the Christ and of course uh, the other Kendrick Brothers movies that they're out there. They're iconic, but that was the first one, and it was just an amazing, amazing movie, and it speaks volumes. To what the end of times is going to look like. I don't think we're there yet, but honestly, I think we're being molded for the end times. I think we're being molded and shaped to uh, be, be prepared for the end times because the federal government's already starting to strip our rights away. And now they're talking about separation of church and state, which has, there is nothing in the Constitution that says that. But anyway, that's beside the point. The bottom line is, we need to live for God instead of living for the world. But this earth is in our resting place. Well, there is something that's in the, uh, it's in one of the amendments if you read it, but it has nothing to do with separating ourselves. It was more or less that the, the government will stay out of the church affairs and the enemy's twisting it all around. But that's what he does. He even twisted Jesus's word, so of course he's going to twist everything else. That's why we need to know the word of God. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, he says to you. But his heart is not with you. Proverbs 23, 7. So as you think about yourself, so you will be. What are you thinking about yourself? What are you thinking about the people around you that you love? Are you filling them with positive affirmations? Are you filling your children with positive affirmations? Do not ever say he will never amount to anything. Do not speak that trash over anybody. Because children grow up believing that. Children need the love and the security, you know, and the praises of their parents. They need their parents to feel proud of them. Do not ever do that. The Bible says in John 6, 63, the spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of spirit and they are life. Proverbs 18, 21 says the, the, the tongue has the power of life and death. And those who love it will eat its fruit. So you will give birth to what you speak. So why don't you speak volumes of praise and positive affirmations over yourself and over your children and over your loved ones because it gives the angels seeds to work with. Angels are ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation. That is found in the book of Hebrews. And in Genesis chapter 8, it says, for as long as the earth shall endure, there shall be seed time and harvest. So it gives the angels something to work with. They'll take those seeds and they'll run with it. Are you putting your angels to work or are they collecting unemployment? Stand up and be the warrior of God he wants you to be because we serve a mighty God, not a wimpy one. Isn't my wife awesome? There you go. That's her right there. Isn't my wife just an amazing woman? Makes me more and more in love with her now than ever. But she's right. She is absolutely right. And she speaks from personal experience because of her uh, previous marriage. Uh, there were some issues with her sons growing up, as we've heard her talk about it before. And that one topic she's about speaking on is what uh, her family said to her son at one point or another. And she told them right then and there, you don't say that to my kids. 
But we're going to take a quick break here, and we're going to play a song I told you about when we first started this podcast called Warrior by Hannah Kerr. And we'll be right back right after this song. Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed that song by Henry Kirk called Warrior. And we're going to continue on with our uh, topic of being a warrior for Christ. 
And our next talking point is going to be, so are you believing all those negative thoughts or are you speaking to them or acting on them? You can't just let people just tell you what they want and insult you and actually believe it because they don't care. They're just trying to win an argument. And so you just got to walk away or just say, okay, yeah, I respect your opinions and just walk away because nothing is ever going to be resolved for, from, by arguing. That's why my wife and I, when we, we do get into our because we're married, but we always say stop before we get too heated and take a break and walk away. That's what we always do. Ask her. So, yes, and you don't let those arguments have anything to do with your love. Don't bring that into it because you're human beings and you're, you're going to argue because you're, you're human beings. You're going to have your own likes and your own dislikes, your own opinions, and that's okay. To, they, they differ. But, you know, you just say things in the right way because sometimes misunderstandings happen and you misunderstand the way things are said. And that's when you just, you know, I need to walk away and cool off and come back when I have a better frame of mind. And that way, you know, you don't say things you regret. But getting back on topic, uh, if you're taking notes, our first point was allowing yourself to be victimized. Our second point was what you entertain and own you act on and our second our third point was what are you speaking so we're going to continue on with the rest of that so um you are a child of god god almighty el shaddai we serve a big god we don't serve a small one so start believing that and acting like the child of god that you are and stop rolling over and playing spiritually dead for the enemy you do have what it takes within you you have the Holy Spirit, and he is the third person of the Trinity, and he is a person that you can talk to and rely on. Are you relying on him? Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Are you relying on him for the strength to do what you need to do and to speak what you need to speak and to trash those negative things that come into your mind. You don't have to own them just because they come in your head, just because they're running through your mind as if they're your own thoughts. And with, and if they're from the enemy, they're going to come through your mind as if they're on your own thoughts. But stop it. If it doesn't line up with the word of God, then trash those things. Now we're moving on to the fourth point. Act on who you are in him. Who uh, are you being a representative of, of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Because He created everybody in His own image. Are you representing that image? Are you being an ambassador for that image of God that He created you in? That is the whole, that, that, that is who we are. You are a, whether you're male or female, you are a daughter or a son of God. That's an amazing thought right there. Are we taking full advantage of that? Because he wants us to take full advantage of that. Are you praising him? I, I guarantee you half the people out there are probably going to say, well, no, because I haven't really thought of it that way. But honestly, I haven't. I don't think of it that way either sometimes, which we should. Like I said, we're all flawed human beings. But we need to start taking full advantage of that because it is an amazing thing. We serve a big, awesome God who promises to never fail or forsake us. And he hasn't. We have. We have forsaken him probably more times than we can care to count. So act like it. So stop playing the victim. You are not, you are not, uh, you are victorious through Jesus Christ. 
be strong and courageous and do the work that do not be do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord God, my God, is with you. He will not fail or forsake you until all the work of the service uh, of the temple of the Lord is finished. And you are the temple of God. Okay? Think about that. That is from the verse, 1 Corinthians 20, 20 28, 20. Well, it's for, I'm sorry, that's First Chronicles. I can't read today, I apologize. But think about it. You are flesh of God. You are created from him. Isn't that a miraculous thing? So as we rely on him more and more, you know, we'll become more and more sensitive to him also and know the tuggings at his heart saying this way or that way or don't do this or don't do that or don't say this, but say this. We'll become more and more sensitive to his voice too as we grow close to him and rely on him. And he will give us the victory. It is promised. Psalm sixty twelve says, with God, we will gain the victory and he will trample down our enemies. You just have to believe that and act on it. Pray to him for help. Obey and surrender in humility, trusting him to back you up. The bigger your purpose, the bigger the demons you face and the doubts and the negative thoughts that he bombards you with. But God is bigger than all of that. God is bigger than Satan, and he's bigger than the enemy within your own flesh, and he's bigger than your doubts and your fears. We have been, been set free, so don't throw away that freedom, the freedom that Christ died to give you. He gave us freedoms to choose what we want to do, act how we want to act. Pretty much, he created us not to be robots. He loved us so much that he gave us the ability to think on our own, decide to do things the way we want to do them. And all he asked for is gratitude and love from us, unconditional love from us and gratitude towards him. He don't ask anything else from us except for, I just want you to love me. I gave you everything. Why can't you give me appreciation for the freedoms I gave you? Think about that. So as Galatians 5, 1 says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage, and rely on the Holy Spirit and the fruit of the Holy Spirit to help you overcome your flesh. This is taken from Galatians chapter 5, verses 16 through 25. I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are, are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murder, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in times past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such there is no law, and those who are 
Christ have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another and envying one another. See, own the heritage of who you are. You are royalty. You are a prince and a princess. You are in Christ and you are a child of the king. You need to own it and believe it and live it. First Peter 2, 9. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. I love that part. That you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. People, we are God's special possession. And it says that in the word of God in 1 Peter 2, 9. There's a lot of amazing things, but that is one that is really special and deserves repeating. You can't get anything like that anywhere else in this world. God created this world, and he created all the majestic beauty that is in this world. The Grand Canyon being one, which my wife and I had the pleasure of visiting a couple years ago, and that site, if you haven't seen the Grand Canyon, it is the most beautiful site in this world. You can't see anything like that anywhere else. But uh, but honestly, it, it, just being an ambassador for God is just unbelievable. And it's, it's just one for the books that where are you going to find more powerful message than what God has told us? And God is trying to keep us every single day. He does things that nobody else in this world can do. Just think about that, people. But also, we just want to uh, close out here by saying we're going to take a break before season three uh, begins. And that's going to begin in probably a few weeks or so. We don't know. But we're going to take a much needed vacation. And the talking point for season three is going to be rise up. Rise up for God. Do, don't we want to do that? Rise up for God. Just praise him. Don't we want to do that, people? And also, just as a quick reminder that my wife's book uh, called The Train Ride is in the final stages of production. And that's going to be an amazing book that you don't want to miss. Again, that's called The Train Ride. It's going to be released from Christian Faith Publishing. And probably about the end of August or so, we have to bring all of our other amazing books that we have for sale on our website, yourlifeministries.org. And also, we just set up another store on Etsy. You want to check it out there as well. All of our personal author books are on there as well. And... Honestly, my wife needs prayer for her legs. Her legs have been bothering her for the last few weeks, which is another reason why we're going to take a quick vacation and just let her to relax her legs and just keep her in prayer and also keep our good friend Julie in prayer. She, her sister and her family is going through some, a little bit of issues. Uh, her sister is going to have to get some medical procedures done. So keep her in prayer as well. Her name is Julie. I'm sorry, what did you say? And her mother. Yeah, Julie's mom. She needs some prayer too. So keep them all in prayer as well. As well as the as our Supreme Court justices that ruled down that ruling. And just honestly, just pray for America. <laughs> yes. And so I want to take the time before we close to pray for you. I love all of you. We love all of you, all of our listeners. Uh, all over the United States and all over the world. Um, we appreciate all of you. And uh, we would appreciate if you give us a shout out. Go on our website at yournewlifeministries.org. And at the bottom of the homepage, there's a contact us form. Just, you know, give us a shout. 
or if you have a special prayer request, you know, write it in there. Um, or if you have a special topic you'd like us to talk about, uh, share your input. We would love to hear from you. And if you would like to email us direct, it's info at yournewlifeministries.org. And check us out on Facebook. Um, follow us, like us, and we're on Instagram. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Also, uh, we love to hear from all of you. So let me close in, in a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for all of our listeners out there, and I just praise you for them. God bless each and every one of them. That one that is needing something special to happen, I ask that you answer their heart. That one out there that is needing a healing, that is needing healing for themselves, that's needing healing for their loved ones, God, I declare them healed and made whole in Jesus' name, in their bodies as it is in heaven already. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray for those ones who need a financial breakthrough, God, that you provide. Provide that step. Provide that divine intervention give them wisdom give them inspiration of how to go about it or what they need to do um to change things in their financial format lord i ask that you provide and sometimes just provide a handful on purpose and those ones out there that are alone lord lead the way and provide that divine intervention for them that help them to find that friend Help them to find that special someone that they want in their life, Lord. And those who need a family restoration, I'm praying for you as well. God, lead the way. Lead the way and be the intercessor and the mediator for those that need a family restoration. And those ones that are listening out there that need their marriage saved, I ask, Lord God, in Jesus' mighty name, that you give them the wisdom and the tools that they need to put their marriage back on track. And we declare that they will not get a divorce, but they will come back together and their marriage will be stronger than ever. I decree and declare that in the name of Jesus Christ and God before us who can be against us. And I thank you for all of these people. Let it be done on earth for these people as it is in heaven in Jesus' mighty name. And we thank you so much. For listening today and just keep checking back because uh, we will be back with season three and we have a surprise for you that my son and you've heard me talk about him i'm getting him on here he's in he is in a different state than i am and miss him terribly he has a new baby girl named iva and i'm going to get him on here to share his testimony and you name it, he has been through it. And I know a lot of you out there probably can identify with him or you have someone in your life that you really need to hear this. So he is going to be on and hopefully I'm going to get him to come on because he really, he really is strong in the Lord now, has had a really big turnaround in him. And uh, we're going to have some Tim Talks throughout season three and i'm looking forward to that so 
Until next time, I hope y'all have a wonderful and blessed day and keep checking back. Hey, and we have a new book out. We've had a lot of the people that are have been married for years. We have three different people that have helped give us input from my own experience and my own bad choices. I've learned the right things to do. And through the Word of God, everything is backed up by the Word of God. We have a new book out. It's on our website or it's on it's on Barnes & Noble and it's on uh, Lulu.com and Amazon.com. Check it out. It's called Marriage God's Way. And there's three parts what to do before you get married. So you start it off right. While you're married, things to do and things not to do. And the third part is overcoming and avoiding, you know, those little pests and the little demons that try to break up your marriage. That's right. So check us out when we return <laughs> from our uh, vacation. And remember, season three is called Rise Up. So we'll talk at you later, people. Have a blessed what? Have a blessed day and you know you got this. When you got let God lead the way, always remember that people. You know you got this when you let God lead the way. I'll catch you later, guys. Bye bye.